Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. The same gospel that's preached to us was preached to others, but it did not benefit them because they didn't mix it with faith. You could put that first scripture up. So the switch that makes the word work is your faith. It's not the power of the word, even though it's all powerful. But even the word can't work if you don't believe it. Even the almighty powerful word of God is of no effect in the hearts of those that don't believe. So the power of the word comes from your faith in it. Look at your neighbor and say, got faith? Uh-huh, uh-huh. So it's, a, it's, it's possible to be in an atmosphere like this and not benefit. It's possible to be in the presence of God and not benefit. There was one who came to Jesus and said, what must I do to be saved? He said, hey, give away all that you have and sell everything and give to the poor. He walked away sad. Who leaves the presence of God sad? The ones who like they stuff more than the God. So you are the gauge to whether the word works or not. Just tap yourself and say, oh, it's up to me. Whether the word works, it's up to me. Whether this praise atmosphere blesses me or not, it's up to me. Just because you're in it doesn't mean you're affected by it. Look at the Hebrew boys. I just flipped it. It doesn't mean it's having an effect on you because you're exposed to it. Because nothing from without can harm a man. Right? So if it can't harm you, it can't but You have to believe it and receive it by faith. We're not going into a new building or staying here. We're not going to a new realm faithless. So a lot of saved people in church do not have any benefits to the word. So people in the street like you say, if you believe God, I don't see no, I don't see no fruit of it. You love church. I don't know if you love God. Uh-oh. I don't took it. You feel me? I'm trying. I'm going. I'm trying. Faith. It's impossible to believe a thing and not act like it. If I take off and start running right now, if y'all start running behind me, if your actions follow me, it's because you might believe we're in danger. If I say, why you run, you're going to say, because you ran. But that ain't the real reason. Because I shout and you don't shout. Uh-oh. I clap and you don't clap. I, I raise my hand to do it. You don't do everything I do. But you believe we're in danger. So you take off running. Your actions always follow what you believe. Mm-hmm. So if you really, really, really believe something, your life will show it. The Bible says we believe, therefore we speak. <laughs> In other words, my speech exposes my level of faith. You want to know what you believe? Start listening to what you're saying. Out of the abundance of the heart, as my mentor said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So you know what your heart is full of when you hear what your mouth is saying. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? If the only time you say, I love Jesus, is in these two hours, uh, your heart is not full. 
So you can monitor your heart by monitoring your words. If I have faith, faith is always action. Belief is a posture of the heart. Belief is like a setting. But faith is always movement. It's always an action. So by faith, I'm not slapping you in your face. See, you, you understand what I'm saying? See, faith is action this way or this way. I need faith to do and withhold. I believe God's going to work it out, so let me just hold my peace. Y'all understand what I'm saying? So I didn't slap you by faith. Look at your neighbor and say, aren't you glad I got faith? <laughs> do everything by faith. Whatever is not a faith is sin, the Bible says. And the just shall live by faith. Don't ever clap your hands in church without something attached to it, something you believe attached to it. I believe he's receiving this applause as if he just won the battle for me. Or something has to be, I'm clapping because I trust you. I'm, apply some intellect. Otherwise, you're just clapping. We've been talking about praise all month, and we're going to keep talking about it. I'm going to move this kind of quickly. But we've been talking about praise and the fruit of your lips. And, and, and when you believe he's God, oh, this is so, how can I break this down? How could you not, to, to know God is to praise him. Right? To, to know him is to praise him. So the, the fruit of your lips, what you say to and what you say of God expresses your faith in him as well. Father, I trust you. That's, that expresses your faith. You know, uh, Job said, though he slay me, that was his response. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. How many of us can say that when you've lost everything? See, when you know the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away, you're not moved when things come or when things go. Thank God for the building in the season. Thank God for something else in the next season. He gave this to us. He took it. He's given something else. He's taking it. It's all about him. Mm, don't get so attached to things. Things is the enemy. If things become an idol. And God said, thou shalt have no other God. Before me. Now that. That's, that gets me every time that it says before and not instead of. Because money is a God. I don't mind you having that. But not before me. So I dictate. I'm the king of kings. The lord of lords. The god of gods. So as long as I dictate what you do with that power, we good. But when the power leads you, that's God to you. Are y'all following me? Say, yeah. yeah. So we are not about to do anything without mixing it with faith. If I clap my hands, it's because I believe something. If I shout and dance, it's because I believe something. It's good to feel something. It's better to faith something. It's good to feel like praising me, but it's better to believe that your dance is warfare. It's, uh, I love it. They used to say the devil's under your feet. I was like, well, in that case, I'm about to, I just like that picture. <laughs> so I'll be shouting, believing I'm stumping them even lower, 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 lower. Think of something. We don't bring intelligence to church. We don't bring intelligence to church. We just bring all soul and feeling and emotions and... <laughs> Man, be gone, pitiful church. 
This is not the place where we come and pity everybody for all the hardships you're going through. I don't see no nails in your hand. And I'm, I'm compassionate about what everybody's going through. But it ain't no nails in your side. This is the place where we come to be pitied. And if the pastor don't speak to me, and all that, come on, man. This is not the place to be pitied. Because most, oh, Lord, most of the happenings in our lives are our responsibility. <laughs> Let's get right into it then. Mix it with faith. Faith puts power to regular things. We said it last week, but I was rushing, so I'm going to just say it this week a little slower. The woman with the issue of blood touched the hem of Jesus' garment. He turned around and said, girl, my clothes have made you whole. No. 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 My power has made you whole. No. He said, girl, who touched me first of all? Because that, that, that hit different. Disciples was like, Jesus, you, you tweaking, bro. You, like, Lord, you tweaking. Like, there's so many people out here. Everybody touching you. You talking about who t- some who, some touch, some you. Everybody touching you. He said, no, nah, that hit different. She like, my bad. I had an issue for 12 years. I went to every doctor, every psychologist. I went to every specialist. I went to every therapist. I went to every prophet. I went to every bishop. I went to every church. And nobody could heal me. But I said to myself, wow, he's passing by. He ain't even got to acknowledge me personally. But if I can just... If I could just touch the hem of his garment, I know, y'all not with me, I will be made whole. I'm going to get healed even if I got to crawl to get it. I got to get low, whatever I got to do. He said, your faith. Everybody touched him, but a faith touch was different. Faith makes, makes regular things irregular faith makes the common uncommon you could be working at the hotel fixing the sheets like everybody else but your sheets hit different (laughs) the next person that lay up in here (laughs) the next person that put their head on this pillow (laughs) you know (laughs) faith makes the natural supernatural so those that are not affected by this God stuff and I prayed and I pray I pray and you nonchalant about it you don't mix you pray but you don't mix it with faith don't ever pray without faith I can't see you I barely know if I'm hearing you or not but I believe you hear me I'm not clear when I hear you or not, but I know you hear me. So I'm pray, pray in faith. Look at your neighbor and say, mix it. And if you mixed it before, remix it. I don't care. Look at your neighbor and say, remix. Never mind. I'm, I'm too. I'm in between artist and pastor right now. Mix it again. 
Mix it until you get the desired result. Stop doing stuff without faith. Unintellectually, blindly, religiously. We've been talking about ghosts, as y'all know, and I want y'all to get sick of it. I want y'all to be like, okay. Because when you're at that point, you're going to see it when you're not in church. <laughs> be right at public, like, Pastor, we're just talking about it. Ghosts, because there are other ghosts besides what? The Holy Ghost. That's why he calls his the what? Holy Ghost. And there are other spirits besides the what? That's why God has to differentiate it and call his the what? Holy Spirit. I was trying to find the scripture, as I told y'all last week. Spirit is subject to the prophet. And I ran across this. And I said, this might help live as we go into the new place, whether it's still here or whether it's wherever. It says, my brother and my sisters, when you come together, you can go to the next one. I'm just talking to y'all. Y'all good? All right. I'm just talking. Because another thing I learned, another thing I felt, another thing I believe, when the Lord spoke to his apostles, his prophets, Paul, he started writing Romans to Rome. He started writing Ephesians to Ephesus. And I'm not slighting the systems of church culture today, but he wasn't studying every week to give a sermon. To <laughs> we got pastors studying every week but not hearing from God. I'd rather say something when I, hear, when I hear from them. But the systems of churches, every Sunday we meet, got to have a fresh word, the pastor, and they beating themselves up every Saturday night to impress people who already, never mind. I'm not doing it. I don't want to do it. I want to speak when he speaks to me. I want to speak what he speaks to me. Okay? So I don't have a sermon series right now because we're just saying what he said. You feel me? You understand what I'm saying? It says, my brother and my sisters, let's summarize. When you meet together, let one sing, another teach, another have a special revelation that God has given. Let one speak in tongues and let the other person interpret what is said. But everything must be done to strengthen all of you. That's amazing. That just shut down most churches. One sing, another teach, another preach, another. Whoa, it's the pastor. See, first of all, this is showing you, you shouldn't only come together on Sundays. It's quiet on this side. I wish it was a TV on this side. But when you meet together, not just on Sundays. So when Tim and his friends are together, Tim like, I'll sing. And the other one like, all right, good, because God told me something, so I'll say it after you. It should be how we do. It should be how we live. You should have a word other than Sunday. You should hear from God other than 11.30 on Sunday morning. And it's quiet. I like the little patty cake claps because we reserve this time for God and the rest of the time for us. Backwards! When you come together, let somebody sing. Let somebody teach. Let somebody give revelation. Let somebody interpret. Let, this is showing me we all got it. I'm going to keep saying it. I know I said it last week, Caleb. I'm going to keep saying it. Look at your neighbor and say, you got it too. The same God that, y'all can point to me, say the same God pastor got, y'all not pointing at me. How you doing? Okay, okay. Tell your neighbor, the same God pastor got, now point at your neighbor, I know it's rude, but say, you got it too. 
Why are you not teaching? Why are you not giving revelation? Why are you not singing? Why are you not speaking in tongues? Why are you not inspired? Why are you not giving revelation? Why? You hear him too. I am not about to be Superman in Smallville. No, we're about to be the super friends. You got a gift. You got an anointing. You got a calling. You got it. We are not going into the place, the next place, like the Roman Catholic order, where the Pope is the highest. I get order. I'm not talking about order. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not talking about order. Uh, order is different than, you know, control and manipulation and rank and making it about one thing or one person. It ain't, it ain't about me. Let me say this. This is a good point, too. Check this out, y'all. So this is verse 26. A couple of verses down, verse 29 says, two or three prophets should speak. Only two prophets at a time. And the others <laughs> should weigh it carefully. Thus saith the Lord, you shouldn't be like, you, it didn't say the others just receive it. Oh, we're going to kill religion in this church. Just because you're the prophet. Don't mean that I'm automatically submitted to everything you say. I got to weigh it. I'm not saying arrogantly. I know I did this posture. Excuse me. But we're receiving so many false prophetical, prophetic words. And you so mad it didn't happen. John, she took... Our sister just told us this week, like, I was prophesied to me so much the last year that 2020, the year before, 2020 would be my year, 2020 vision. I'm going to have, you know, she wears glasses, she got contacts. She said, my sight is still the same as it was before. Weigh it. Don't just be subject to any, no. God, is this you? Just because he's prophet Sapadasandia don't mean you just receive everything he say. Because there are doctrines of devils. And where are they going to prophesy? At the club? No! At your church! Bishop said, no slight to the bishop. God bless all the bishops. We love them. God bless all the elders and the ministers. God called them, but they are callings and gifts come without repentance. And the Bible says, oh, I'm almost done already, y'all. So thank y'all for... The Bible says that we know in part and we prophesy in part. So our knowledge is partial, and prophecies are partial. I kept reading it by accident, babe, and it says, but when that which is completed is come, then that which is in part will be done away with. So when Jesus comes, prophecy and knowledge will be done away with. So the highest level is not knowledge because that's going to be done away with when Jesus comes. The highest level, the biggest thing you need to know is Jesus! 
I feel you, God. It's Jesus. Google all day. Research all day. Knowledge is power, but it's not the greatest power. It's partial. When you research and study, you're only studying what somebody else thinks. You're studying what another man thought and thinks. You need God to discern what you're reading. It might be a fact, but it might not be truth for your life. Facts and truth are different. <laughs> are y'all hearing me? Y'all just going, facts, facts. It ain't just about the facts. I am the way. The <laughs> Knowledge is partial. PhD, however many letters you got after your name, partial. Prophecy is partial. You live at 6122. Oh my, yes, yes, yeah. That's the only part he knows. And the only part he needs to know for foolish Christians is that. Just to hook you up. Give ten million dollars, <laughs> cause you know where I live. The only advantage of the devil and demons is that they know. Uh oh, they know the spirit realm. They know how heaven works. They know how God functions. They know. They've seen mankind. They can. They can. They can. All. They already know how you're gonna end up. They can predict your mannerisms. So the only advantage of demons and devils is knowledge. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So be careful indulging in knowledge. It's just partial. Be careful accepting every prophecy. Man, weigh that thing. Tim, what you think? You, you, what you think, Tim? He said, by this time next year, I'm going to have my. What you think? Let's talk about it. Live. Don't be foolish. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Here it is. The next one. I'm getting out of here. For the spirits of the prophets <laughs> are subject to the prophet. The prophecy is under the control of the speaker. <laughs> and he can stop. So I don't understand. <laughs> Boy, if you don't stop shouting, stop knocking my furniture over. The spirit hit me. Well, hit it back, because I don't know what spirit that is that hits you. You knocking over the whole front row because you caught, you caught the Holy Ghost. I didn't know it was running from you. Thank you, love. You can stop. You ain't doing that, Elliot. We're going to tap you like, hey, chill. God bless you and chill. Go ahead. God bless you. Chill. You see that, Tim? Chill. Stop knocking over our furniture in Jesus' name. You ain't that in the spirit. It ain't no that in the spirit. Something in you wants to knock over my furniture. Do you not like this? This is not pleasing to you. The spirit don't make you destroy stuff. Unless it's the flesh. 
Older, my older young people, Flip Wilson is gone. The devil made me do it. Lies. The devil suggested it. Something in me wanted to do it. And I did it. Because the spirit, I know this is talking about the Holy Spirit. I'm just using it as a principle. Spirits are subject to humans. That pookie, it keep calling me and calling me and keep calling me. Y'all didn't see New Jack City. I'm so sorry. That crack pipe, it keep calling me. It keep calling me. He's right. It was calling me. And he answered. Because it don't control you. It calls you. <laughs> Lust don't control you. It calls you. Lying don't control your tongue. It calls you. You got to ask yourself, what in me keeps answering? If I don't want it in my life, why do I keep picking up the call? Have you ever ignored a call at all? Have you ever pushed in call on somebody that was calling you? You don't have to answer every call. Tell the devil decline. Tell lust decline. Tell addiction decline. Just because it calls you don't mean you got to answer. I control it and I can stop. Now this, what happened to my, did you break my? <laughs> if the Holy Ghost don't control us, surely no other spirit can. That was for y'all, I'm going to say that for my people all over here. If the Holy Ghost don't control you, nothing else can. Some may see this as responsibility. Oh, now I gotta check myself. Others see it as authority. That thing don't control me, I'm over it. God is not trying to put responsibility on you even though he is, he's trying to give you authority. But the twin of authority is responsibility. But don't view it as responsibility first. View it as I'm over that thing. I choose how much you affect me from God to demons. Are y'all hearing me? So when it's, a, when, it's, when it's responsibility, it's obligation. When it's authority, it's privilege. And God is trying to take his people to a privileged posture. I wish y'all was with me today. We're a peculiar people, a royal priesthood, a privileged people. And God is telling you this is what power looks like. You want power? You're going to have to govern yourselves. You want power? The Bible said you want to be a bishop? You got to be married to one wife because if you can't rule your house well, how are you going to rule the church? And Paul said, I bring myself under subjection. I got to make my body. No, no, no feet. We're not going there. No hands. We're not touching that. David said, I make a covenant with my eyes not to behold. I'm not looking at that. If you can't tell your flesh no, don't even want a business. You shouldn't want to be an entrepreneur. You're not ready for millions. You're not ready for prosperity. You're not. If you can't control you, everybody's first test is themselves. 
15, 16, 17, 19, 29, 89. Everybody's first test is themselves. And that'll gauge how much I give you. Because I can see how much you can handle, but how you handle you. I gotta stop yelling. I'm not upset. I'm very excited. If you can't manage you, don't look to manage. Why have a kid? That poor baby just going. Y'all know it's real. You have not practiced managing yourself. And now you just punish the kid and just. Because you can't control that either. Because you didn't practice on you. And now other spirits are tempting your kid. We, we, we heard a doctor say this week, there's something called C-E-N, childhood emotional neglect. Well, you neglect the emotions of a child because you already know they're either right or wrong. Like, shut up, sit down, ain't nothing, ain't nothing. Mom, it's not, ain't nothing in your room, shut up and go to sleep, I'm tired. Go to bed. That's childhood emotional neglect. And since you're not going to tend to my fears or whatever, something else is saying. Even if your child is in a room by themselves, they're not alone. Tend to your child's emotions. And y'all know what we believe emotions are, right? They're stimulated by thoughts. You don't feel first. You think first. But the thought is so light and fast, you just say, I feel sad. I don't feel, I feel depressed. Why do you feel depressed? What are you thinking? When you extract the thoughts, you expose the feelings. So don't neglect your child's thoughts. It's not just feelings. It's the thoughts. Come on, y'all. I know it's beneath you and you, but be patient with that being that's going to be here after you. Never mind. Let me. It's not always about right or wrong. It's about sifting thoughts. It's about patterns. It's not just that's wrong and that's right. That's the ultimate ending. But that's not first when it comes to childhood emotions and thoughts. And y'all looking at me funny. It's the same thing with y'all. Y'all grown. Pastors come up here and you wrong when you drink and you wrong when you have sex and you wrong when you and you wrong. You just feel horrible in life, just condemned and just. Ain't about that. We all know what right and wrong is. Before there was a Bible. He wrote the law on our minds and in our hearts. So we know what's right and wrong, but between right and wrong are thoughts. And in that arena of thoughts is the enemy throwing his perspective, flesh throwing his, and of course God giving his. Is this too heavy or am I okay? Okay, let me, let, me, let me read something I wrote, then I'm going to move to the next one. We out of here, y'all. What is in us, what in us wants to do this? Whatever the spirit is, don't go, you can go, you can go back. You can go back. Thank you so much. Now, you know what? Let me just keep it moving. Spirits are subject to you, good or evil. God don't control you. Demons don't control you. If you continue to do something you, you think it's stupid? I say stupid. because Why do I keep doing the same stupid thing? You got to ask yourself that. 
You can't get mad at God or the devil because none of them make you do it. God, why do you keep letting me? You got to see you. I mean, sometimes you got to see you to stop. I mean, what is in me that wants what I don't want? That's what fasting does. It exercises the discipline of denial. Fasting exercises the discipline of denial. And not just fasting like from food. You know how the religious fasting, because the, the real fasting is different. He said, this is, the, is this not the fast that I have ordained? That you feed the hungry, that you clothe the naked. That's, he said, that's, that's fasting. You read that in Isaiah, I believe. Today we just don't eat, and we still mean... We can't wait till 6 o'clock, like, hot dog on the grill. You smell your fast about to be over, like, ooh, just get happy, like, mm. It's 5.45. You get happy around 5.30. <laughs> I got to praise you. Now you happy. <laughs> 12 noon, you was nasty, crust on the side of your mouth. I'm good. I'm fasting. A real fast is serving. Or let's say any challenge, like a cha- an IG challenge, only water till 3 o'clock. Any challenge that you can't achieve, you got to ask yourself, what in me is denying that? Why can't I do that? And I'm not asking you to do any of this in your own strength. You got to do it with the help of the Lord. Okay, let me go to the next one. Check this out, y'all. I got to take a turn really quick. I got to take a turn really quick. We've been talking about praise. We've been talking about Tehillah, Yada. We've been talking about Halal. We've been talking about Shabbat. We've been saying all the, uh, the Hebrew words for what praises are, right? Right? We've been saying Barak. What does Barak mean? See? So don't get mad if I repeat it, because y'all don't, you act like you know it, but you don't know it. So we've been talking about expression, 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 expression. You come in here, and you, you know what I learned? Oh, let, me, let me just break it down. Look at this, y'all. <laughs> the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So the spirit can't do what it wants to do, because you don't want to do it. Now, that's on the godly side. That could be on the evil side, too. The spirit of lying, it can't wait to come out of your mouth. But if you don't want to do it, it can't work. All right, let's let's go to the next one. So all this expression and this praise expression comes from, I I studied something this week. I'm trying to figure out how to give this to y'all. Oh, it's so heavy to me. I, I don't even know what to say. Oh. So, when I'm asking you to praise God and give, these are all expressions of praise and thanksgiving and all that, but it comes from a heart that loves God. And I realize most people are saved, but they don't love God. It's two different things. It's two different things. It's two different things. Uh, 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 uh. If I'm drowning and the lifeguard grabs me, I'm grateful that he saved me, but it don't mean I love him. 
or even know him. You're not saved because you love God. You're saved because you was in trouble. Polluted in our own sins. We were drowning in sin. But Jesus said, I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore. Very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry. From the waters lifted me. Now safe am I. So we got saved because we were in trouble, not because we love them. I read, I skimmed the Bible, I researched, I never saw the Bible say, Jesus said, I love you. I never said, God says, I love you. I never read that. Follow me, y'all. The closest thing is the next thing. Go to the next one. It's the closest thing. The Lord hath appeared to us in, of old, saying unto me, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. This is the closest thing to Jesus saying, I love you, and God saying, I love you. And I realized God never said, I love you, because he said it the whole Bible. <laughs> That love is not something said, it's something done. <laughs> and we live in a flipped, perverted culture where if you don't say it, it ain't real. But there are many people who say they love you but don't do, ooh, Jesus, nothing for you. The real ones ain't got to say it. You can see by the laundry I just did. You can see by me getting up to work every day. You can see by, you. Love is not something said. It's something done. What do you do to prove your love to God? Oh, it's quiet in here. What do we do? Jesus never got to say, I love you. I see the nails in your hand. I see it in your side. I see the nails in your feet. I see the crown of thorn on your head. You ain't got to say it because you're saying it. And now everybody in this day is just saying it. And ain't doing nothing. We won't even lift our hands and say thank you Jesus. We don't do nothing to show our love for God. How do I know you love him? The husband ain't got to hold your hand in the mall to prove his love. That's affection. Affection is different than love. They pay caregivers to watch over the elderly and give them care and affection. You can pay for that. That's affection. He don't love me. He don't hold my hand. We don't snuggle when we watch Netflix. We don't even... We don't even chill. We just Netflix. Down me, he don't love you. I ain't never seen y'all. Never kiss. Do, do y'all love each other? That ain't love. Love is the decision I make. That whatever state or condition you in, I ain't going nowhere. 
You always gonna have a friend. You always gonna have somebody to talk to. You always gonna have somebody taking care of you. You always gonna have somebody protecting you. No matter what state you're in, I got you. I love the silence in here. Let me make it clear. Let me make it clear. I'm sorry. Let me make it clear. Let me make it clear. That's not the ultimate level of love. There are different loves. There are different loves. There's phileo love that you find brotherly love. There's storge. That's family love. You have eros. That's emotional. She looks so good. Oh, she's sexy. She, he fine. That's eros love. Uh, and then you have agape. Agape is the ultimate love. Well, I don't, you, you know that. You know that boy love you. You know she love you, right? Damn. We don't have that express love where ain't nobody even got to say it. We don't express, man, Jesus. We live in a social media introverted world where you type LOL, but you ain't laughing. Now y'all laughing. You type, roll on the floor laughing, and you flipping burgers. It's an int- it, 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 it teaches, you don't got to express, just say it. The culture teaches, just say it. You ain't got to express it. If Jesus just said it, we wouldn't be here today. He couldn't text, nails in my hand. He couldn't text crown of thorns. I don't need him to text it. If he only texted, I wouldn't be free today. I wouldn't be healed today. I wouldn't be saved today. But I'm so glad. I said, I'm so glad that God just don't say it. He shows it. I'll get on the cross instead of you. I'll take the pain instead of you. Show it. Show it. Show it. This section, do you love God? This section, do you love God? Everybody, don't say it. Show it! Bless the Lord. Lift your hands. Lift your voice. Show it! And don't just be content with it being said. For those of you in new relationships or whatever. How you know he loves you? He just told me last night before we hung up. Oh, okay. How you know she loves you? She tell me all the time. Cool, 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 cool. But he didn't give you a ride to work. No, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. No, it's cool. Uh, it's cool. He don't got to do that. He don't got to do that. Uh, and again, there's levels to love. So they might just love you on a lower level. I wouldn't put a ring on lower level love. That's tie. So let me, let me get off that subject because that, 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 that I don't think y'all like that too much. 
Because manipulators can keep alluring you with, I love you, I love you, I love you. And you keep, you believe they love you, so you do for them. You express real love for th to them. <laughs> and they just keep saying, I love you, I love you. Okay, I give you, I give you, I give you. And they can just keep reeling you in with the words. <laughs> uh -uh, express it. Express it. If it's real, express it. And I ain't even talking about love right now. I mean loving God. Ain't no way we're going to come in here and it's quiet and nobody, and you too tired, and you really love God. It ain't no way. Most people are saved, but they don't love God. That's religion. Oh, God, that's religion. I, I love him. I, I had somebody tell me, I live in prayer. Because I was like, well, did you pray about it? I live in prayer. Okay. I thought you lived in Maitland, but prayer is cool, too. That's fine. Thought you lived in Dr. Phillips, but I guess you live in prayer. So religious, you got all the words. You ain't got no fruit. You ain't got no actions. If you really love me, say it with your chest. Say it with your heart. Say it with your actions. Say it with your hands raised. Say it with your mouth filled with praise. We're not going into a new level, not loving God, Liv. I don't want you loving Liv and not loving God. I don't want you loving us and not loving God. We are not doing that. We're going to love them and we're going to show it. When we're here, when we're not here, we're going to love. We're going to praise while we're here. We're going to give when we're not. We're going to praise while we're here. We're going to forgive when we're not. We're going to show it here. And we're going to show it there. Since no spirit can make you do anything, it's a big deal when you choose to praise God. Heaven rejoices over once because it's a big deal for a human to choose the way of God. Because heaven knows God don't make you saved or worship or praise him. God don't make you love him. So when you choose to do it, it's a big deal. <laughs> It's a big deal to make this flesh that hates God lift its hand. <laughs> They're still quiet over here. It's a big deal to make this flesh that hates God lift its hands. This mouth that's made of flesh that hates God, when you say hallelujah, when you choose, when you choose to praise him, it's a big deal. Some of y'all should shock your own flesh and just say thank you, Jesus. See, your brain is like, I didn't plan on doing this today. I thought we were just going to say, no, shock your flesh right now and say, hallelujah. Come on, y'all say, thank you, Jesus. Stand to your feet and lift your hands and say, I will worship you. I will praise you. I will thank you. I'll give you the glory. Choose to do it. Choose to love them. Choose to praise them. Choose. Yes. Raise your voice, everybody. Let them know you love them. Let them know you need them. Let them know you adore them. Let them know. <laughs> yeah. We're thankful. It's a big deal when you choose to do it. That's why it's so hard to do it. And it seems like Church 101, praise God, that's the biggest thing in the whole world to give thanks to God. It's huge, y'all.
and your mind automatically makes you think nursery school. Man, that's so we just won't do it. Even when the NBA come out on the court, they still do chest passes, bounce passes, the fundamentals. And we all, we have become the church of Allen Iverson. Practice. We have become the church under Bishop Iverson. We're talking about practice. Yes, we are. How do you practice praise? We never move beyond the fundamentals, especially if we ain't got it. Now, until Liv come in here and it's a roar every time and I can't even preach, then we can move to something else. Ah, it should be so overwhelming because we done did it all week. It should be so overwhelming. I can't wait to get in the presence of my brothers and sisters because I've been praising them at work by myself. I've been praising them at school in private. But now that I'm with my bros and I'm with my sisters, I'm going to bless the Lord. Live. Magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. Somebody say hallelujah. Show it. This week, don't talk about it. This week, don't talk about it. This week, don't talk about it. Be about it. Do it. Don't say it. Do it. Don't say you love God this week. Do love this week. How you gonna express it? Are you gonna give to somebody? You gonna encourage somebody? You gonna worship him and deny your flesh? How you gonna show it this week? Because I show it every day. New mercy when you wake up. New mercy when you wake up. New mercy. I still show it after the cross. Grace, breath, provision. God shows us his love. Every day, man of God. And we do it every Sunday. Maybe it's not about not praising them all week. Maybe it's about what else gets that slot? Because God definitely got it now from, one, from 11.30 to 1.30. God got that attention, that focus, that slot. What gets it Monday? What gets it Monday through Saturday? Challenge yourself, examine yourself, and stop that thing this week. And say, uh uh, I will bless the Lord at, whew, at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Let's show it this week. Amen. He never had to say it because he always showed it. Man, you're not saved today. If you're not saved, you have not surrendered your way for his. You're not sure if the world ended today, if you're going to heaven or hell, and they're both real. I don't care what research says. That's just the mind of a man. Research is the mind of a man. Wisdom is the mind of God. Heaven and hell is real. If you're not sure where you're going to go, if today was the end, Today is your day to have that security. Today is your day to know, oh, I'm going to be with him. He died for all your mistakes, all your sins, all your ratchetness. He died. The righteous one 
took our ratchetness and gave us his righteousness. That's the truth. The right one took the wrong one's wrong and gave us his right. Took our sickness and gave us his health. He became poor that we might become rich. Will you receive that exchange today? Will you receive the exchange? It's an unfair trade, but it's in our favor. If you're not saved today, let me pray with you. Lift your hand if it's you. Say, man, I want to be saved. I want to know that I'm going to heaven. I see y'all hands over here. I see four hands over here. I see five, six. I see y'all up top, seven, eight. If you're not, hold on. If you're not saved, I'm sorry. If you're not saved and you want to be saved today, lift your hands and say, that's me. I'm going to pray with you. I see you, bro. I see you. I see like seven, eight. Ha! Ah, look at this. Look at this. Oh. I see you. I see you, bro. Oh, yeah. I see you. I see you, sis. Oh. Man, heaven rejoices over one. I see at least 12. I said, I see at least 12. Can we rejoice, y'all? Nobody's making them do this. The Spirit is not making them do it. They're choosing God. They're choosing. Let's praise God. Hallelujah. All right. What's going to happen now is I'm going to pray with you and you're going to receive by faith. The just shall live by faith, not feelings. You're going to receive Christ into your life. That means his mind, his ways, his suggestions. You're going to receive it and your journey will begin. Salvation ain't the end, it's the beginning. Let me pray with you. Please don't walk for a second, y'all. People are literally getting saved. Like literally right now. Please don't walk. Like it's happening right. Hey, hey. That, did y that felt good to say. People are getting saved right now. That felt good to say. Let me pray with you and then y'all can walk. Thank you so much. After we dismiss. Father, I thank you for every hand that was raised and I still see them up now. No matter where they are in life, you're going to meet them right where they are. Not to stay where they are, but to bring them up to where you are. You came down to where we were so you can take us to where you were. So, Father, every hand that was raised, they said, I need to be saved. I'm in the pool of my own decisions and I'm drowning. Please save me. And here you come, rescuing again. Jesus, we thank you for your power to save. I speak deliverance, health, and salvation over every hand that was raised in Jesus' name. Repeat after me if your hand was up. Matter of fact, everybody repeat after me. Let's do this together. Lord Jesus, you are king of my life. I believe you died to remove sin and you rose again with all power in your hand. Right now, I give you all of me. I give you my heart. I give you my mind. I give you my soul. I give you my body. Come on, say, I give you my will. And I believe whoa, right now I'm changed. I'm free. I'm healed. I'm delivered. And I am saved. Say it again. I am saved. Say it with confidence. I am saved. Now clap my faith. Praise my faith. You are changed. You are a new creature. All things are passed away. All things are become new. Thank you, Jesus. That's the biggest thing, to choose Jesus. 
That's the biggest thing that you've done, the biggest thing today. Now the secondary thing is to now follow him. Follow him now. You chose him, now follow him. That's your responsibility. Keep coming to live or go somewhere where they're preaching the word. Hallelujah. Thank him every day. Love him every day. And you'll begin to grow stronger and stronger in the faith in Jesus. Everybody clap your hands for Jesus. All right. Hallelujah. I'm going to let y'all go. Live, man. We love y'all, man. We love y'all so much. And we vow to give you what the Lord tells us concerning your life. And I pray that you sift it and add to your life in the name of Jesus. The Bible says to add to your faith. I pray that you do that. And I pray that this word benefits you as you mix it with faith in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for this church. I thank you for these beautiful people that have gathered together today to acknowledge you and to give you thanks and to show love to you. Let us not be the talkers, but let us be the doers. Let us not be hearers only, but doers in the name of Jesus. I speak peace over every home. Joy is in every house. Love is in every house. Provision is in every house. Peace is in every home because God is in every home. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody say amen. amen. God bless you, Liv. We love you so much. I'll meet you all next door. We got some food tonight at 5. We got the open mic. It's going to be a whole vibe. God bless you. The Lord is with us. Therefore, we will not fail. Live. God bless you. I'll see you all next week. Yeah. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.